You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the D&B Supply Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining us here again today. It is such a pleasure to have you with us every single time we're able to produce another episode of the D&B Supply Radio Show. Well, we're getting into that time of year uh, where we're going to start looking for changes in the weather and changes in the foliage. And, you know, there's something that you always get reminded of this time of year, and that is the Old Farmer's Almanac and just a wonderful book with great advice, great tips, weather forecasts. And just funny little stories and really practical things that you can use in there. And I've always been fascinated with it on how they come up with these weather predictions so far in advance and how they stay so accurate. Well, today we are going to have on an editor from the Old Farmer's Almanac, and we're going to be speaking with Sarah Peralt, coming to us all the way from New Hampshire to help explain how this all works, some of the history of the Old Farmer's Almanac. And if you don't know already, oh my goodness, it goes all the way back to George Washington. It's a really fascinating interview and lots of great information and practical tips for how you can use this great book, even all the way out here in the Pacific Northwest. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And, you know, I'm so eager to do this interview and, and find out all about the Old Farmer's Almanac. It's something that I have read for years and always enjoyed looking through, but I've never delved into the background of it. It's it's kind of going to be fun. It's definitely going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I'd like to do is I'd love to start off by just kind of introducing you to our audience. Uh, if you would, just tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and your background and how you came to be with the Old Farmer's Almanac. Wow. How much time do you have? <laughs> um, well, my name's Sarah Peralt and I'm the senior editor of the Old Farmer's Almanac. I've been here for 15 years now, can't believe that, and we're based in New Hampshire, and I was born and raised in New Hampshire, I went to college in New Hampshire, I really haven't left (laughs) the state other than for traveling for pleasure, so I always knew about the Old Farmer's Almanac, it was always in um, my parents' house and my grandparents' house, so I've known about it my entire life, so when um, I was fresh out of college and I found they were looking for an assistant editor, I thought, hey, I could do that. So I applied and lucky me, uh, 15 years later, I'm still here to tell the tale. (laughs) Awesome. Well, great job. And I'm so excited to talk to you about it because it's one of those things that uh, we always see there in stores and in checkout stands and things like that. And, And I think people probably see it and they get a sense of old time type farming and things like that, and they're interested. But there's a lot of really practical information in there, and I'd, I'd love to tell people how to use it and where some of this comes from. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, we're a source of entertainment, but we're also a reference book. We're going to give you recipes if you're looking for something to cook. We're giving you gardening information. I think everybody knows we're well known for our weather forecasts. We have fun articles about anything from home remedies and pets to something that happened in history that may have be of some significance, excuse me, significance, like an anniversary year for something. Well, now, Sarah, how long has the Old Farmer's Almanac been in publication? Well, this is our 227th edition of the 2019 Old Farmer's Almanac. Uh, We first came out in 1792, which is when George Washington was president. Wow. So when George Washington was president. Sorry, I kind of like to think that every president has had one in the office, but maybe not. 
Well, I bet George Washington read it. I mean, he was well known for uh, his farming endeavors. Well, right. He was a farmer, as were a lot of our founding fathers. Um, that was how they lived. Very cool. So now why, why did this start? What is the story behind why the Old Farmers Almanac began? Uh, our founder is Robert B. Thomas. He was from uh, Massachusetts, New England farmer himself, and he was very interested in astronomy and nature and what went on around him as he had to be as a farmer. Mm-hmm. So one year, uh, well, actually over several years, he was collecting data and decided to put out his formula for, uh, he came up with a forecast using a formula and he used what he found in nature, what he found in the sky, put out in 1792, the first edition of at the time called the Farmer's Almanac. And um, that first year, his forecasts were so uncannily accurate that um, after putting out 3,000 copies the first year, he had to triple for the following year. In 1793, he had to put out 9,000. And back then, it cost about nine cents. Wow. So he had that accurate of a weather forecast all the way back in the in the 18th century. He was pretty good at his job, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say. And obviously, it wasn't based on Doppler radar and satellite images. It was based on watching signs and signals and knowing trends over time. That's absolutely correct. That's fascinating. Now, I, I have a particular interest in the weather. I'm fascinated by the weather. And, and I'm fascinated by how this was done back then and then and then the accuracy of it today. And so how, how is the batting average on the weather forecast for the Old Farmer's Almanac? Everybody wants to know that. You know, uh, you see these in advance and all these predictions that come up. How well do you guys do? Well, we really do crunch the numbers every year. Um, so we work with a meteorologist and he um, puts the numbers together for us every year. Traditionally, we're around 80% accurate, you know, sometimes a little below average, sometimes above. And I'm happy to report that for our last year of forecasting, 2018, which is the current year. I know, confusing. Um, we were 83% accurate, so just slightly above average. Um, still nice. didn't get it 100% right, but that's okay with us. Very cool. Now, how does that compare to long-range forecasts we see from places like the National Weather Service? Well, it's funny because we actually just recently talked to our meteorologist, um, as we do before we start talking to people about the new edition. And he just told us that um, in comparison for people putting together forecasts not quite as far in advance as we are, because we put ours together over a year ago, their forecasts are about 50 to 60 percent accurate. So... We're above average there, certainly. All right. Well, let's do this. I, I got to take a quick commercial break, but I want to keep asking you about the weather because I'm such a weather nerd when it comes to this stuff. So let's do that really quick. When we come back, I've got more questions for you. Sounds good. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at DMB Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians. Turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop by your favorite DMB Supply. Are you ready for a steal? Then stop by DNB to pick up steel power tools. German engineered, these power players offer quality that never quits. Like the Steel MS-271 Farm Boss Chainsaw, available for just $429.95 with a 20-inch bar and chain. 
Show your project list who's boss and leave it in your sawdust. With legendary chainsaws, dependable trimmers, forceful blowers, and epic tools of the trade, steel powers through anything. Grab a steel at your favorite D&B supply. All right, Sarah. Well, now that we're back, let's talk some more about weather. So uh, this radio show gets broadcast in Idaho and in Oregon. So we're in the Pacific Northwest. I don't remember our region number, but do you know our forecast? I mean, what do we have coming our way? You're actually one of the few places in the United States for this winter that's going to have more snow than you would normally have. So in your area, temperatures are going to be a little bit above normal, but you're still going to have snow. The rest of the country, with the exception of um, the very midsection of the nation, um, they're looking at warmer than normal temperatures and wetter, but not necessarily as much snow as normal. Interesting. We just had a really bad snow year for us a couple years ago, and it knocked down all sorts of outbuildings and and all sorts of stuff. And so, oh boy, we're we're gonna be looking something like that again, maybe. I'm not sure it'll be catastrophic, but it'll be above what usually used to a little bit above that. Interesting. Okay, so my uh, my daughter will be happy. She loves the snow, and we will. Oh, we, snow days. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We will start getting ready. Now, I want to ask you. So, uh, you're based in in New Hampshire, is that right? Yeah, we're in Dublin, New Hampshire, which is the very southernmost part of the state, not very far from Massachusetts. Okay. Probably a thirty minute ride to cross the border to Massachusetts. Okay, so you're in New Hampshire, uh, yet predicting the weather for us out here in Idaho and Oregon. Now, I assume that there is uh, there's some confidential information here on how this gets done, but in what you can tell us, how does that get done? How do you predict our weather all the way out here in the Pacific Northwest? Well, we're basically using the same formula that was devised back in 1792, which was based on, or is still based on, solar science, climatology, and meteorology. But, you know, as we've been talking, you've learned, we have better data available to us now, uh, more data available to us now that can also be plugged into the formula. So, you know, we uh, cover all of the nation, plus we do a Canadian forecast. We have a Canadian Old Farmer's Almanac. Oh, interesting. I was just going to ask you about that if, if the Old Farmer's Almanac is just for the U.S., but obviously it applies to Canada as well. Right. We have an entirely different book devoted to Canada. So you'll find um, Canadian stories. They'll have a lot of the same information <laughs> in the almanac. But, you know, we they don't necessarily want to read about, you know, the history of the Bill of Rights or something like that. They might be more interested in something that happened in Canada. So it's geared towards them. Very interesting. All right. Well, obviously, back in 1792, they weren't predicting the weather for Idaho because they didn't even know Idaho existed. Well, it didn't exist back then. But as as things have gone on, they're able to even even if your your forecaster or forecasters don't live out here in the Pacific Northwest, they're able to take I assume the climate data that's available about what we've seen here and then plug that into the formula and and be able to do that all over the country. That's right. Isn't technology wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It absolutely it can That's be. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. Now, how do, how do you see people using these forecasts on a practical standpoint with the feedback you get from your readers and, and for our listeners who want to pick one up and actually use it? How are people using these forecasts? Well, a lot of people are using them to plan um, their gardens. You know, we have a frost chart to tell you when it's safe to plant and when you should get things out of the ground. Mm-hmm. People use it to plan big events. We get lots of calls and feedback on almanac.com for 
people planning weddings or maybe an outdoor family reunion. A lot in the summertime, we hear it from more people. Or they're planning a ski trip. They want to travel somewhere, so they want to check the weather. Mm -hmm. So it can be used in a variety of different ways. How specific does it get? And when I say how specific does it get, meaning can people plan it down to the day or to the weekend, or is it just a trend over time? It is a trend over time. So if you were watching the local news, they would, you know, spell it out for you Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. This is going to happen Thursday. This is going to happen. We give you a range. So maybe we say January 1st through the 10th, cold, rain, then sunny. So it's a it's a trend. So we can't tell you exactly, you know, it's going to snow five inches and it's going to be 30 degrees, but we can kind of give you an overall sweep of what to expect. Is it published just once a year? It does come out um, this time of year, every year, right around September 1st. And then people think, well, what do you do for all the rest of the year? (laughs) We have a variety of publications. So the Almanac is our best known and most well-loved publication. Mm -hmm. But we also have an old Farmer's Almanac for Kids that comes out every other year. Next year, that'll be out at the same time as the old Farmer's Almanac. Every spring, we publish an old Farmer's Almanac garden guide. For those diehard gardeners who are looking for advice and maybe some inspiration with some aspirational advice as well. And we have a variety of wall calendars. And of course, almanac.com keeps us very busy because that's where people get in touch with us. So you've got a lot going on. And and when do you begin prepping for the next year's issue? Like when the issue that's coming out right now, when did that start getting written? We are working on it now. So we have assignments out right now and so authors will start returning drafts to us staggered throughout the fall Um, and then we'll really get down to business after the holidays and start working on fact checking and putting the book together and laying it out oh okay and so that will be for the 2019 version that'll be for 2020 because the 2019 is the one that's out right now okay that's what i meant okay so very interesting so it actually starts getting written a, a year in advance, and then the weather predictions, are they made that far in advance from it coming out? The weather predictions will start coming in early next year. Um, the data will start being actually maybe February, March, if that's considered early next year. Um, that's when they start coming in. All right. Well, let's take another break, and then when we come back, there's so much more to dive into other than just weather, no matter how much I want to talk about weather. Why am I wearing a lab coat and standing in your lawn? Because I'm a bare advanced lawn care scientist, and I'm about to revolutionize the way you control lawn weeds. Because with bare advanced season-long weed control for lawns, you get the only spray that kills listed broadleaf lawn weeds, then creates a barrier below to prevent new weeds for up to six months. One application is all it takes. Count on Bear Advance to put revolutionary science right in your hands. Get more from the Blue Bottle. Always read and follow label instructions. We love George Strait for more than his music. After 56 number one singles, George is still a family man and a real cowboy. That's why we love him, and that's why he wears nothing but Wrangler. The George Strait Cowboy Cut Collection by Wrangler has a huge selection of styles a cowboy can be comfortable wearing anywhere. So head to your favorite D&B supply and try the George Strait Cowboy Cut Collection by Wrangler. Long live cowboys. Well, Sarah, let's talk about your staff. Are there farmers on your staff? Are there people that go home to a farm? Depends on what you consider a farmer. So our editor, Janice Stillman, she has two very large plots in the community garden. She grows everything she eats. I consider her to be a farmer. 
we don't have anybody who actually live on a farm with animals or, you know, chickens, cows or anything like that. But um, out here in New Hampshire, uh, we're very close to nature and we do a lot of gardening and it's kind of a way of life for us. Um, mm-hmm. But no actual, I guess, quote unquote, farmers. But uh, tons of, of information gathered that is actually very helpful to farmers. Absolutely. I mean, they need to know the weather first and foremost um, and gardening advice. And we have lots of planting charts. And actually, this year, we have a great article called The Pros and Cons of Backyard Livestock. It's very funny. It's a little tongue in cheek, but uh, it's a great read. And then you you include like obscure facts and things like that that people have forgotten about or don't know. Is that right? Am I right about that? Well, we have a section of the book about in the middle that we call our calendar pages, which is, as you would guess, a calendar. So we've got every day of the year, and we give you something that's happened on that day of the year, which changes from year to year. Mm-hmm. So it might be, um, you know, there's going to be a conjunction between, between two planets that day. It might be a, somebody of note was born on that day or a historical happening. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of fun facts and that sort of thing crammed into those pages. You know, that's a really great segue into talking about uh, the the inclusion of astronomy and astrology in the almanac. Has that been there ever since 1792? Uh, the astronomy, for sure, because um, an almanac, by definition, is basically a calendar of the heavens. So it records and predicts uh, astronomical events, tides, weather. So that was definitely in there. Astrology, I'm not sure when we introduced that, but... Um, to be sure, they're two different disciplines, but you can use the astrological information if you prefer to plant by the moon. We have entire charts towards the back devoted to that sort of thing. The best days to do things according to astrology. So, um, yeah, depending on which of those disciplines you follow, we can help you either way. So I'm assuming that the astronomy part of it, that influences the weather predictions and also all the, uh, the best times to do things and all of that. It does. And actually, um, in those calendar pages we were just talking about, every month you'll find sky highlights. So you can look in there and see what's going to be going on in the sky above you. So maybe you're driving one night and you see a really bright star and you wonder, well, I wonder what that is. So if you open up the Old Farmer's Almanac and look in the sky highlights, it'll tell you, oh, hey, that was Venus. You know, it's kind of cool that way. Now, how many different calendars are included in the Old Farmer's Almanac? We've just got the regular calendar for the year, but it does start. So in 2019, the calendar starts November of 2018. So we've given you two extra months. Mm-hmm. So it starts starts November 2018, goes through December 2019. So that's one calendar. Then we give you the handy dandy three year calendar because who doesn't want to look ahead, right? So the three year calendar will give you 2018, 2019, and 2020. Um, and then you could consider some of the charts as calendars because they do give you every day of the year in the moon's place, uh, astrologically and astronomically, but, uh, there aren't any other kinds of calendars. Oh, okay. I, I was looking on your website and seeing things like the moon phases calendar, the fishing calendar. Fishing days in the almanac. And you can also, um, throughout the calendar pages, you uh, will get the moon phases, but they're all kind of incorporated into the same place. Got it. Okay. For now, the website, we do separate them out. <laughs> okay. Well, Sarah, let's take another quick break, and then when we come back, I want to ask, start asking you about food. I want to ask you about recipes. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. 
Things are heating up around here at D&B. You'll see why when you check out our wide selection of high-performance stoves from Harman, Quadrifier, and Heatilator EcoChoice. These classic pellet and wood-burning stoves light up your hearth and home. They give you even heat and easy maintenance with craftsmanship that stands the test of time and really stands out. So swing on by D&B Supply and see how Harman, Quadrifier, and Heatilator EcoChoice stoves can warm up your home. What's on the grill? That's the ultimate summertime question. And you can make the answer extra special with a wood-fired Traeger grill at D&B Supply. Pure hardwood is the fuel for Traeger's signature flavor. It lets you grill, smoke, baste, roast, braise, or barbecue hot and fast or low and slow with perfect results every time. Versatile, consistent, and convenient. With a Traeger, you just set it and forget it. Master the taste of summer and pick up your Traeger grill at your favorite DMB supply. Well, Sarah, now that we're back, let's talk about recipes and food in that part of the Old Farmer's Almanac. Can anybody submit recipes to the Old Farmer's Almanac? This is my favorite thing. Okay, so <laughs> every year we have a reader recipe contest. Oh, and it's my favorite time of year. We test them. Uh, we test them in, I can't remember when their due date is. I think it's February, so we usually test them in March. And every year there's a category. So for 2019, we're asking people to send in their best pasta recipe. Um, Last year, I'm trying to remember, it was oranges. Right. So the winners for the 2018 contest are published in 2019. There's cash prizes, uh, $300 for first place. So we do welcome people to send us your recipes. You can do that at almanac.com or you can send them to us by regular mail. And uh, I love it. I'm the one who goes through the recipes because I am also not only the senior editor, I'm the food editor. We sometimes do uh, cookbooks. So I get to go through all those great recipes, the handwritten recipes. They're so creative and I love it. And Mm -hmm. then we test about 20 of them and we vote. We really do. We get the whole company together and we vote. And that's how we come up with our winners. And yes, anybody can submit. As long as it's an original recipe, you know, you didn't pick it up out of another cookbook. And do you have one over time, like uh, the last 15 years for you that has stood out that you still make or that's your favorite? We did, I don't remember how long ago it was. It might have been 10 years ago. And we did an ethnic recipe contest. And I still, to this day, make the Caribbean mango wraps. Oh, my gosh. They have sweet potato and black beans and chilies and uh, cheese all in a wrap, and it oh, it's so good. I make it every now and then and just eat it for lunch every day. That does sound good. I'm going to have to try that. You can probably find it on almanac.com, actually. <laughs> okay. I will search for that right away. That I definitely like to eat good food, so I, I will be trying that out. That sounds great. Well, now... In terms of of your readers, what are you what What's the feedback indicate from your readers? Are people reading this more for entertainment, more for practical advice, or is it an even split? Well, I'd say the people that we hear from are the people who are using it for practical advice. So they contact us a lot with questions about something that they're growing, or again about what the weather is going to be because they're planting something or planting something. Um, but I know even if you're using it for practical reasons, it's entertainment at the same time. So it's hard to tell because people don't just call us and say, oh, I love this article. It's very entertaining. Right. (laughs) But people do call us and say, oh, I want to know when I can plant my peas because this is what we're having for weather. So, you know, it's hard to tell. 
Now, on your website, on the, the menu up there, you've got the advice section, and you've got health and home advice, household tips, pets and animals, natural remedies, and many, many more. Where, where do you get the experts for to give these tips to everybody? We do have, um, as far as on almanac.com, we have some bloggers that we work with regularly. We have an astronomer. Uh, we have a master gardener. We have some veterinarians that write for us. So we are working with experts. Um, it's not just, you know, somebody we picked up off the street. So you can trust their information. And everything that they um, write for us, it goes through rigorous fact-checking. I know a lot of stuff doesn't these days. But uh, we fact check everything to make sure the information we're giving you is true and accurate and you can trust us. Got it. Wonderful stuff. Well, you know, that it's such a great thing to be able to share advice. And, of course, these days we have websites like the Old Farmer's Almanac website, almanac.com. Uh, but, you know, before all of that, the only place to probably share all this great advice was in a publication like the Old Farmer's Almanac. That's right. Um, almanac.com has really allowed us to expand. So. You know, we get all this great information, but we can only fit so much in the book. And but then we've got this great platform where we can share and people can just, you know, give us feedback. And we love to hear from people. Okay, let's take one more break. And then when we come back, I've got a few more questions for you. All right. Okay. Carhartt makes gear to get you through anything. So D&B Supply offers a wide selection to outfit any day, any task, and any weather. Built to stand the test of time and have your back no matter what comes your way, Carhartt clothing keeps you comfortable all day long. And for extra hard jobs, check out Carhartt Force, the line that wicks sweat, fights odors, releases stains, and works as hard as you do. To outlast them all, get decked out in Carhartt at D&B. When it comes to legendary performance, only a few chainsaws make the cut, like the Husqvarna lineup available at D&B. Years of razor-sharp research led to many of Husqvarna's breakthrough technologies, including anti-vibration dampeners to reduce the impact on your arms and hands, plus a combined choke and stop control that makes the chainsaw easier to start. When you have your work cut out for you, get her done with a Husqvarna. Pick up one at your favorite D&B supply. All right, Sarah. Well, now that we're back, you know, a few more questions for you. I guess the first thing is, how else are you able to interact with folks at the Old Farmer's Almanac? Well, we've got a Facebook account. Uh, we're the Old Farmer's Almanac. Please, if you haven't checked us out or uh, connected with us on there, we would love for you to do that because it's a great way for us to interact with you instantly. We post several things throughout the day, some advice, some recipes. It's great you know, you can find us on Twitter and all those Instagram, all those great places. Okay. So you're very active there and that's pretty cool too, because as things come up, it just shoots it right to your, your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever it may be. And you can get those updates that you're looking for. That's right. That's what our digital editors do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Very cool. Now for, for folks out there who don't know where to buy the old farmer's almanac and it's hard hard to imagine because i've seen it around so often and have enjoyed it so many times where can people find it well the first thing to remember is that you're looking for the old farmer's almanac because we are the original and we have the yellow cover with the red digits across the front that say 2019 you can find it anywhere books and magazines are sold um you can find it at almanac.com obviously you can find it at dmb supply uh any kind of bookstore, hardware store, any kind of place that you would think garden centers, those are great places to get them. Um, if you can't find it anywhere, you can get it at amazon.com or you can call 1-800-ALMANAC. 
And you're, you're of course, up in New Hampshire, and here we are. We're getting in or close to fall. When uh, do you make predictions on when the best best time to come and see the fall colors up there in New England are? You know, it's really going to be – we don't do that, but it's really going to be strange this year because we have had such a hot and humid summer mm-hmm. that I'm wondering – how the fall colors are going to be. Usually, if you come beginning of October, right through probably Columbus Day weekend, gorgeous, peak color, absolutely wonderful. But the weather has been, which I knew about ahead of time, of course, as an editor of the Old Farmer's Almanac. But I just, I think it might be later this year. Interesting. So now when you say later, what does that mean? Like when do you normally start expecting to see those colors change? Well, they usually start end of September, beginning of October is when, you know, Maybe you got more than one tree. It's like peak. But I'm thinking Columbus Day weekend is going to be peak rather than the end of peak this year. Okay. Interesting. So for people planning their trips, October. Okay. Very good. All right. Now I want to ask you, I want to ask you about advice in the Old Farmer's Almanac. Has there been a piece of advice over the years that you've seen in there where you went, oh, wow, I'm really going to follow this and it's worked out for you great? Okay. So (laughs) this is a bit embarrassing, but... When I wear sneakers, they get pretty smelly. So a couple of years ago, we had some advice on how to take the stink out of your shoes. Okay. <laughs> and I followed it. You take crumpled up black and white newspaper, you put them in your shoes overnight, and in the morning, they don't smell anymore. And let me tell you, it works. <laughs> Okay. And my house is thrilled. <laughs> now I know that was I know you're just following that advice. You didn't write that advice, but so many questions. We did not make up that advice, no. <laughs> so many questions spring to mind like A, how in the world does that even work? But B, how did anybody figure that out? I don't know. We have so many creative people in our community. Someone must have just done it by accident probably once and then went, Oh wait, this is great. This works. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't have that type of mind where I would think to uh, stuff newspaper into my shoes to remove the smell, but somebody out there does, and thank goodness for the old farmer's almanac, they can come and they can share that stellar advice. Well, I mean, it's just, it's kind of something that pertains to everybody, and it's a kind of a home remedy, and who's not looking for a home remedy these days, right? (laughs) That is exactly right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this with us today. Thank you for producing a wonderful product. We all really enjoy it, and uh, best of luck to you with this fall weather. Hopefully, it turns out just like you're expecting. Oh, thanks so much. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the D&B Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.